<laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> I don't even think I caught that. What's up, everybody? Welcome <laughs> back to the podcast. Yeah. What um, up, everybody? We are here. We uh, took a week off because Sam decided to get sick. Yeah, I got food poisoning. Turns out it was food poisoning. Just shitting my brains out and had a fever, which that's what worried me. I thought I had food poisoning last night. Did you? Yeah. God damn. Yeah, Yeah. no, it's, but apparently uh, there is stomach bugs going around and stuff like that. It's just a mix of shit. But uh, for safety's sake, I was like, you know, I just don't, didn't want to. But honestly, by Wednesday, I felt 100%. Yeah. It was, it was fucking weird, man. Like, honestly, I, I, I thought. You know, maybe one, day, one fucking moment of fucking feeling like shit, and this one goes away. Yeah, and the worst part is like, food poisoning typically is twenty four to seventy two hours after you've had food. Like yeah. it could be any anything in that window. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, what did I eat? I couldn't even remember. Like I was yeah. just so out of it. That's fucking crazy. Didn't even think too what the fuck I ate. I can't even remember. So yeah, so here's here's the plan for uh, next next year's the plan. Season of of the Renderos Brothers twenty twenty four, we're gonna change the name of the podcast. We haven't seasons decided greetings. just yet. We're changing this to the new seasons. To the new seasons, uh, <laughs> the new seasons hotel. No, but uh, uh, on top of that, we're gonna take t- the next two weeks off. You're still gonna be getting new episodes. We're gonna be doing the top five worst films of twenty twenty three that we've seen and the top five best movies. Uh, one will come out the, alongside with the reviews of the next movies we're gonna watch. The next movies we're gonna watch are going to be <clears throat> saved for when we come back. Well, you know, no, because uh, we're recording. No, plus, yeah, be fucking, no, you're, yeah. no, you're right. You're right. Next week, we'll have an all new episode of the two and next the movies. The top five one will be the fucking the the top, episode that they. The top worst one will be Christmas. Yeah, to feed the need. It will be the Christmas, yeah. uh, the December 26th. And then the top five best films will be on actual New Year's, the 2nd of January. And then we'll be back with a fresh episode the week after. Yeah. Um. So, but that's that's the plan. And then, yeah, we've been thinking about changing the name of the show. Um, just to spice it up a little bit and uh, maybe, I don't know, we'll figure it out. But anyways, yeah, guys, exactly. I hope everybody's doing well. I went to go see Depeche Mode this past Sunday. It was fucking incredible, as always. Oh, yeah, it's tight. Um, got floor seats for the first time in my adult life. Um, okay. Just, it, it was great. It's I mean, like... It's a different feeling. Yeah, and it was the first show that, you know, I mean, that first tour that they've had without their keyboardist, Andrew Fletcher, who passed away uh, at 60. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so they had a there was a really nice moment where they were playing, and the picture they had was of Andrew as as an angel as, as a teenager, oh. like when he was young and, and like everything like that. And they, they the, the song was dedicated to him basically, like a play yeah. about like you that's know the, the loss of your friendship. That's, and a, stuff. that's a that's a that's a good uh, a good thing. Yeah, I mean do, everybody's always surprised that like Depeche Mode still even after what the fuck, man. <laughs> course and that that's what fucking pops up my fucking phone like uh, <laughs> i'm like why the fuck is the wi-fi not working on this shit and all of a sudden it kicks on yeah uh, um, but yeah it was it was just a, a really excellent show and i mean 15 albums later since 1980 depeche mode continues to sell out uh you know where the fuck did they play at the forum they played at the forum uh december 10th they played december 11th at the forum and they played the 12th and the 13th at uh staples a.k.a. Crypto, a.k.a. LeBron James House, a.k.a. the greatest basketball player in the existence. I'm just kidding. We AKA all know it's pay, Jordan. A.k.a. you're going to pay some more money because you're coming to Crypto now. Yeah, exactly. You used uh, to be Staples. But it's funny. like I, Staples is such a better name. Because Crypto is potentially going under, right? Like, if I'm not mistaken, like, the whole uh, cryptocurrency thing, like, collapsed. Let's go! Yeah, I guess. And so <laughs> yeah. they might have to sell off that name. Imagine Staples buys it back and they call it Staples 2. Staples We're back. back. <laughs> staples back. Staples back. Back to back staples. Um, 
Well, fucking, it was like a 10-year contract. Okay. Oh, that's not... Uh, yeah, okay. Like $20 million, yeah, yeah. For like 10 years or some shit. Well, one, just to have their name up on top. One of the things that I always find funny about, you but know... if they go under, they get... They get a, someone's gonna... Someone, someone's they, gotta pay. You know, someone can fucking pay them the money, you know, so they to, since they're going under, that someone can pay for that space that they've already rented and give them the, give them the rest of that fucking... That time slot. Maybe. Oh, like, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know? Maybe, maybe. I, because I, I, I don't know how that works, right? Because, fucking, like, yeah. Maybe the company that owns that fucking arena would be like, we're going to give you a prorated fucking... <laughs> a prorate, yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to give you half an Ethereum coin or yeah, whatever the yeah, fuck yeah. it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, we don't have a beer of the week because, again... Um, yeah, we do. We do have a beer of the week. Yeah. We have... <laughs> this is a fucking beer, okay? We okay. drink beers here, so we have to try... All the beers. All the beers. And this is That's true. I mean, brought to you by the one, the only, Corona, motherfuckers. This non- is a non-alcoholic. Okay. Corona. Yeah, I see that. It says here, brewed and bottled by Cerveceria Modelo Mexico, malt beverage with natural flavors. El sabor más fino. Um, contains less than 0.5% alcohol by volume. Yes. Fascinating. I mean, like, I've never had a non-alcoholic drink. This will be my first time. This will be my non-alcoholic... Uh, uh, cherry being popped right now because I've never I've never had it. Oh man, you're. Uh, I'm, in, for I'm me, in for a treat. In for not for in for a treat, but if uh, you know, like you're the type that doesn't like to drink regular beer all the time. You know what I mean? This what? is. And, but if you're ever for me, like yeah. I'm, I'm, I fucking like to drink beer all the time, so sometimes I crave just a taste, and this will curve that fucking craving. It's happened a fucking hundred times already. Like it, it just. And if you drink enough of them, you just kind of start feeling a little, woo- feeling a little woozy here. <laughs> and it's like, it's just your fucking mind playing fucking tricks on you, you know? Interesting. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I've had, I mean, I don't have, uh, outside of the podcast and outside of social settings, I don't have the desire for alcohol at all. <laughs> yeah. I will say this, like, I did go watch not only Depeche Mode on Sunday, but I went to go watch uh, uh, Straight From The Path. Uh, they are a UK, New York. I never heard of them. Uh, they, they, you know, I mean, it's one of the newer eras of metal. And you've been so, you've been so... What in the flying fuck? I don't know what the fuck that was. That, yo. It was outside. It, right as the refrigerator is filling up its water, this like really loud, I don't know if the microphones picked it up, but it sounded That's like a big crazy. whooshing sound outside. Like like a bassy, who the fuck knows? But anyways, Straight From The Path is yeah. a newer metal band that's been in, like, in the game for like 10 years. So I mean, like it's outside of the realm of what you know. Because you know you mostly listen to hip hop now or like oh, pop, good. pop, pop or whatever, you know. Pop, pop. Well, hip hop is pop is because the most popular sound. So, I believe pop is supposed to be like the most popular. That's fascinating because you know what this tastes like limey. Yeah, right. Like it has like lime in it already. Yeah. So I just knocked this back. This Corona uh, non-alcoholic, but yeah, straight from the path. Fucking I, good. Yeah, this fucking beer is actually fucking pretty for, good for being non-alcoholic. It tastes fucking great. It tastes like a Corona. Uh, I, yeah, it does taste like it, a Corona. It tastes like a Corona with a little bit of lime. Yeah. It's, um, and it smells like a Corona when you smell a fucking Corona. I love the smell of Corona because it kind of reminds me of a skunky marijuana fucking smell. And, and I just, I, you know, I love it. I will say this, though. It does come off as surprisingly even lighter in its taste profile. Like the flavor profile at the end of this Corona. <clears throat> My voice broke like I was a 15-year-old. Yeah, but it's really um, good. I, I enjoy this fucking the, 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 the flavor profile breaks up really crisp at the end. Like it smooths out much quicker than a normal Corona. I don't know how to describe it. I don't yeah. know if that's the best way of doing it. But, um... Interesting. I mean, that's not for a non-alcoholic. It's not terrible. Yeah, not terrible at all. But again, yeah. So those yeah. in the he- uh, I think it was the Heineken's too. Heineken's aren't too bad. Okay. Um, so 
We are at, yeah, so yeah, back back to Saturday. Straight from the Pathway supporting oh, a band yeah. called Silverstein, who was having their 10th anniversary of one of their biggest albums or whatever. Yeah. And so, um, and then they had an opening band called Avoid. So um, I went with my friends, Will and Lori, shout out to them. Yeah. Um, and we went down there at the Regent Theater and, and checked them out. And I will say, Straight from the Path, absolutely fucking murders the live performance they put on just absolutely phenomenal. Okay. Um, they are highly aggressive. I, I, I love what they talk about. They talk about eating the rich. They talk about o- abolishing the police, you know, like they have lyrics like killer cops get dropped and stuff like that. Obviously I'm going to fucking I, I'm, Sam. How could you, how could I? And then, um, avoid was a band from Seattle slash San Diego. And they were just a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of high energy. Um, I, I was really glad because I had no idea who the fuck this band was. Yeah, yeah, I've never heard of Avoid. And honestly, just a really fun show. It was packed in the Regent Theater for the opening band. It was already packed in there. Okay. And so, like, which is exciting because it shows that, you know, uh, people are still having fun at metal shows. Because, you know, like, it, typically how it happens is the opening band, people show up late. People don't want to check it out. And so they come in a little bit later than that. And, um, yeah, and Silverstein, I mean, it's not my style of music, um, it, which I felt like it was such a vibe shift. Because yeah, apparently, Ramstein. <laughs> apparently um, Silverstein opened up like, they, no, sound-wise, they sounded like Straight From The Path, aggressive, like, metal. Yeah, but yeah, now okay. they sound more like, I want to say, like, tender. thrash emo. Ah, so the, 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 the vibe of the sound didn't necessarily match. But, I mean, like, they sounded great. Like, I don't want to knock them. But, I mean, like, at the same time, it wasn't for me. So, but, I mean, like, but, again, a weekend full of shows. I fucking absolutely loved it. And that approaches the 10-minute mark on the show. You're welcome, Internet. I'm yeah, keeping you on track. Yeah, numero yes. So, let's talk about the first film of uh, two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, the first uh, film is. The first film is Minari. Uh, basically, it's a Korean family that moves to uh, Arkansas uh, to open up a farm. And uh, it's just basically a family drama told through an 80s lens of immigration. Arkansas, uh, brother. Arkansas. <laughs> um, which, is, I mean, it is always funny how the English language is just, it's Kansas, Arkansas. But yeah. <laughs> it's just Arkansas. Um, directed and written by Lee Isaac Chung. His uh, directing filmography is fucking is real short. Immense. Uh, he's got mostly shorts under his belt, such as Highway, Sex and Coffee, Los, Coyo- Los Coyotes. Um, and then he... Los Coyotes. Los Coyotes. And then he's directed other things, uh, shorter films or whatever. And then uh, Minari is the biggest one because he got nominated for that, I think. Yeah. And then he directed a, um, some episode, an episode of The Mandalorian. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, but this film stars... Um, Mandatory. The Mandalorian. <laughs> this star, uh, it stars Steven Yoon as Jacob and um, jo- uh, Noel Cho as his daughter Anne. Uh, Yeri Han as Monica and Alan Kim as the son David. Um, and honestly, like, what are your thoughts about this film? The movie was a fun film. I thought, it, of course, it was kind of like crucial, but and it was really a lot of like a lot of like fun within the the kids, the way the kid fucking uh... the relationship between David and 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 Anne, his sister. Like, I like their relationship yeah. because you know. And because she's the firstborn and her parents don't speak the best English, she's kind of forced to play a motherly role with yeah. her brother. So, but like, but the, the vibes, the comedy, the timing between the. Yeah, there's a lot of funny moments in this film. It's very heartfelt. Um, <laughs> when the fucking kid pisses in the fucking, in the fucking, uh, 
In the bed? No, and not in the bed, in the fucking cup, and it gets to his fucking. Oh, that's right. To his grandma to fucking drink and shit. <laughs> yeah. Pranks her. That little oh, prankster. Like, fucking he, hilarious, like, he man. really hated her, and it turns out, like, she really. The grandmother is played by, um, I think it's Esther Moon. Yeah. But honestly, like, dude, she fucking killed it. Like, I mean, the, the, the woman who played the grandmother was just the fantastic. Whole, the whole cast was fucking The great, whole cast man. was really well done, yeah. yeah. But, like, I, I really like the fact that, you know, the grandmother gets introduced. Oh, it's actually uh, Yoon uh, Yoo Jung. My, that was my mistake. I read the wrong name on here. Um, Mrs. O was the farm, the one of the farm workers. Yeah. But... Um, what I really liked is like, you know, he was, David was so apprehensive, so apprehensive about like building this relationship with this fucking old lady, right? He's like, who the fuck is this old lady? What the yeah. fuck is she doing yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. I don't want anything to deal with her. And it turns out she was the one who went to bat for him the most. Yeah. Of course. Right. Because they were, they were really protecting him because of his asthma. Oh no, his heart murmur. Yeah. They were really protecting him because of his heart murmur. And when he gave her the piss cup. You know, you expected her to be like, yeah, beat this kid. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. You know, it was delicious. Like, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, you know, yeah, it wasn't that bad because she understood like, yeah, I get it. Like, you don't particularly like me, but that's OK. You're going to get to know me. We're going to work it through. And so for the fact that, you know, like she had the patience that the rest of them didn't have um, really showed how much David really cares for her. And I yeah. was not expecting the stroke to happen. No, no, I was not expecting. I was expecting something else to be the catalyst of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I kind of thought so too. I thought some, it was gonna be something else. Also. So it, it kind of surprised me that that's the route they went. But it was also really like well handled. Like I mean, just the stress of it all, right? And the one of the things that I th- I think we 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 don't talk about as a society is like the fact that like older people, when they lose their mobility and the freedom that they've known their whole lives, right? Like me and you right now, we're 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 walking. We, you know, we can do things without having to worry about other people, like, doing the lifting. But you know what I mean? Like, I know that we have injuries and stuff. Uh, nah, man. When I fucking crushed my leg, I couldn't walk for shit. But I mean, I literally, like, I literally, uh, I remember fucking going to sleep crying and waking up crying. Yeah. Because I couldn't fucking, I went from being active to, 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 stand, to stand still. still. Like, I, we had talked about it. Shit. I mean, we had talked about it off the air, like, when you had crushed your leg. Because I know that. It was a really depressing time. You, you went, fucking took a toll on my mind. You, Because that's the thing, right? Like you went from being mobile, being active, being able to do things without having to worry about your leg pain to being, you know, stuck at home with the brace, like not being able to go anywhere, not be able to work, not be even to go work out, walk the dogs. Exactly. Like none, things none that of, I fucking always did. Yeah. None of the normal stuff that you're used to. And yeah. So, I mean, like that's the thing. I think they depicted that sense of uh, of depression with the grandmother really well because she was still so stubborn in her ways yeah. that she was like, no, no, I can do this. Yeah, yeah. And she ended up costing them at the end of it, you know, and they had to rebuild and stuff, but that's okay. Yeah. Like, ultimately, they still came together. I think by the end of the film, the family came together to be like, yes, we're kind of in a weird fucking situation, but we're going to keep moving forward and brighter times are ahead. We just gotta we gotta stay the course. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, but I mean, like the movie is really uplifting. It's really beautiful. It's beautifully shot. I want to say like the cinematography in the film is yeah, the top. movie was fucking good. Yeah. I thought it was crazy. Also, that one was fucking putting the fucking the cross and shit. Oh right yeah, oh, fuck, that's fucking crazy. Uh, I forget yeah, that fucking yeah. guy's name as an actor, but he's really good. He comes on a lot of good fucking films, except the except the Punisher with John Travolta. <laughs> oh, that's right. He isn't a Punisher, huh? He plays yeah. the right hand man. Yep, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. That's fucking funny. I forget oh, about him. Yeah, uh, Will Patton, right? That's yeah, the Will Patton. Name. There you go. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, he's a great actor, fantastic yeah. actor. I, you know, so it was really good to see him there, and just the 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 guy was just, you know, he was like, yeah, I I get it. People see me in town as a crazy person or whatever because, you know, he believes in the the punishment, carrying the punishment like Jesus did, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like which. Uh, like in, in some Filipino cultures, right? They 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 flagellate themselves, they fucking whip themselves yeah. during Easter to signify the the trek that that Jesus made. Which you know, obviously, to people who are like religious yeah. and don't believe in that kind of like punishment system, it's gotta be yeah. Look at this fucking weirdo. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but as long as they're doing it to themselves, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, so the next film was the one that Mike picked, you know, because Come he was, little boy, because he was doing me a favor. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, the Holdovers, uh, directed by Alexander Payne, written by David Henningston, uh, Paul Giamatti, uh, the first role by Dominic Sessa, who played Angus, uh, and Divine Joy Randolph Angus. are the main cast. I was looking at the filmography of Alexander Payne, and on, <laughs> that Angus. I've only seen two and a quarter movies of his. I've seen Election with Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick. I've seen About Schmidt yeah. with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. And um, I forget the other actress. Top tier. The woman from uh, Misery. Um, um, oh, my God. Why can I not fucking remember her name? Um, A huge fucking actress. Like, one of the greats. Yeah, I know. You make me forget. Kate? Miller. <laughs> Marilyn Streep. I said one of the greats. American Horror Story. Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Fucking God. Uh, and then he directed the Academy Award-winning film Sideways with uh, Thomas Hayden Church and Paul Giamatti. Sideways was a pretty good movie, too. I actually jumped. That's the movie that I only watched a quarter of. That was good, yeah. I good. hated the characters, and I, yeah. I stopped watching about half an hour in. Yeah. And one of my friends told me, like, you fucked up. Go yeah, back and watch it. Movie. Get past that third, that, that beginning opening, because it's that's where it actually takes off. Yeah, I do. The catalyst of, of those characters. Yeah. But, yeah, he also did Nebraska and Downsizing. And so this is the holdovers, the holiday film. And honestly, Mask was good too. And downsizing, I, I yeah, this was a good movie too. I'm really Matt, with Matt Damon. Matt Damon, um, yeah, and I mean like, but, like, but he's got pretty good films. Election's a funny fucking movie, dark comedy. Yeah. So what do you think about the fucking holdovers? In I loved it. I had no idea what this movie was about. You're welcome. I will tell you this. Oh, I've I've <laughs> never. I only saw the poster for it, and then other than that, that's all I knew. I knew yeah, Paul yeah. Giamatti was in it, and then that was it. Well, yeah, I fucking, I that's the same. I saw the fucking, uh, the picture of it, and you know, kind of like, holiday, like a holiday fucking picture. And what the fuck is that? Yeah. Uh, I clicked on it and I just read the fucking synopsis, and I was like, okay, well, I'm down, I'm down with this shit. You know, I want to watch this, see what the fuck it's about. I saw some of the cast, and the cast looked pretty good too. Yeah. Um, from what I hear, I forget what other role. Uh, she she was a standout actress, Divine uh, Joy Randolph, who played uh, the, the, my goodness. The daughter. The the maid. Not the maid. The, the fucking maid. cook. The cook the of cook. the school. Um, oh, yeah. The, yeah, apparently she got really, like, a lot of attention because she was in the Broadway, the Tony, she got a Tony Award nomination for Best Featured Actress in a Musical for uh, playing Oda Mae Brown in Ghost, the yes. musical. Uh, but she's also on a show that people were like, she's fantastic and that I've not had the opportunity to watch, and I'm not going to look through it. Um, oh. Only murders in the building. Yeah, with, uh, I don't watch it either. Steve Martin, probably not. I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm Selena still Go- Selena Gomez. Selena Gomez and uh, Steve Martin. Steve Martin and, and who fucking, else? Uh, uh, Martin Short. Martin Short. Yeah. Yeah, but so apparently the she Canadian. she had a standout role in one of the seasons of that show. 
So um, I had heard about like how good she was because somebody I had told somebody I was going to watch the holdovers and they were like, oh, you got to okay. watch it for her. Okay. But I will say this cast is perfect. Yeah. Um, you know, it basically it's about a, a, a teacher who is just he hates the students. Uh, you know, he sees them as rich snobs who he get away all, with everything. All his students. Uh, he hates. Yeah, he can't. He's not a liked teacher. Yeah. And uh, apparently, he's been at the school forever since he was a young boy. Yeah. And uh, the reason they're called it's called the holdover holdovers is because these are the students who can't get home for the holidays. Like their parents don't want to take them, or for whatever fucking reason, so they get stuck in the fucking school. And uh, but but honestly, it's an exploration of grief, holding on to the past. Yeah, uh, and trying to move forward. Um, but I, I thoroughly enjoy this film. I mean, like, I, I what I liked also about the two films. Speaking of a Minari yeah. and this one, is I like that they set the tone of the film by having opening credits. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, that fucking yeah, did, did help out help out a lot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it feels like a lot of movies nowadays they just jump right into the movie. So like, you have to catch up with the tone of the film. If they don't do a good enough job setting it up, yeah, exactly. And exactly. so for them, to, for Alexander Payne to decide, you know, I want an opening credit sequence about what this town is like, what the vibe is, and it's very chill, and the music is like letting you know, like, this is gonna be like just kind of like a journey through these people's lives. Yeah, reminds you the Gremlins Christmas, but you know, before but the Gremlins come out. But that's the thing, right? Like, like these movies, they, uh, they, they give you the time to settle in buckle up and then just kind of enjoy the ride and know and have a vibe of like how the film is going to play out. So I think like that really worked in these films favors. And yeah, like, yeah, that's a vibe. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, and, it's true. Fucking the movie was, was really, really fucking good. I didn't expect it to be that kind of story or for it, it to kind of unravel the way it did or for the fucking teacher to end up the way it, he ended up at the end. Um, And it seemed like the kid, you know, was trying to show him, grace in a sense but you know the fucking teachers was like you know it also it also kind of changed him in a, in a way you know yeah because i mean the thing is again like you know you, it, you learn through the the film's progression that they're both hiding stuff from yeah. one another and through like their shared experience of being stuck somewhere where they don't want to be uh they were able to kind of learn and better understand one another he realized you know his judgments well yeah because they get put in predicaments that fucking that kind of opened that door without it, you know, wanting to be opened by them personally. Yeah, and also the fact, you know, that Divine uh, Joy Randolph's character of Mary, right, like her exploration of her grief because she lost her son to the war. Yeah. And like how that grief has helped. <laughs> yeah. Has helped her, you know, navigate like what this boy is going through because she knows she's like they're kids. Yeah, they're pains in the asses, but. They're still children, and you have to think about them like that. But he was, like, holding on to the idea of, like, but these are rich kids. Yeah. And rich kids don't have the same problems as we do, which, I mean, in some ways was true, right, with some of the more, like, the other students that he was involved with, but not all of them. Like, you could tell, like, there was a, a mix of problems within those boys. Yeah. And, uh, but, like, the fact that uh, Angus Tully, you know, first lies about... Uh, you know, his dad not being there and then goes, oh, my dad's dead. And then goes, my dad's in a psychiatric ward and how slowly he's chipping away at stuff with his relationship with Paul Giamatti's character of Paul Hunnam. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, like it just beautifully paced, wonderfully shot. The, I mean, it's I like that it has 
that kind of old school film filter like look of it. The colors are really it's classic and shit. It's it feels classic and it shit. Feels very classic. Yeah. And so I I highly recommend this movie. I think this movie is going to be a holiday holdover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess. You know what I mean? Because I think like you know it, it it ties the whole idea that you know we don't understand what another person may be going through, and how do we you know like get to understand one another yeah. even with our differences. And yeah. I, I think that's what I really liked about the film. You know, I know that uh, some people didn't like how the film ended. Uh, a couple of my friends were like, I don't like the ending of this movie. But I thought it was it was perfect because he was able to do something nice for Angus. For that Angus. But you know what I mean? Like, he, he was able to be like, hey, I know that everybody here thinks of you in the most negative light, but I'm going to prove to you. I'll, I'll I'll take it, and it pushed him to go and explore. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I, I I did enjoy this. Yeah, film. not the fucking. What did you? What the fuck did they expect? You know what I mean? That's, that's yeah. Not a, that's the only way I see it. It's like the, the ending I, had to be that way. One of my friends, she felt like uh, he should have had his own agency. Like it should have been Paul Giamatti's character and be like, "Fuck you and fuck this. I'm gonna do this on my own." But I'm like, but then it wouldn't have resolved the boy getting caught. So I think yeah, exactly. that's where yeah, it forced true. it forced his hand to be like. How do I how do I think about this quickly? How do I fix this? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, high high recommends here, Minari and the holdovers. Uh, we got any tidbits this week? Uh, of course we do. Always on deck with the tidbits, brother. Let's see here. I need to get to them, of course. That's probably the first thing I should have done. Uh, I'm not sure if I fucking brought these up last time, but um, the first trailer for the fucking Ted prequel. Uh, yeah, I think we talked about that. I don't know if we talked about it, but maybe we talked about it off air. Yes, yeah, I think so. uh, I think the Ted air. prequel is coming out on uh, Peacock. I forget in January. Peacock. Yeah. Is that what they're saying? January. Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is that it came out a trailer. And I brought this shit up before about the fucking uh, Xbox announces the edible chocolate controller. Yeah. So they're only available available through a sweepstake. Uh, a sweepstakes that you have to do through. Um, Xbox, of course, it's on their website. So if anybody wants to do it, it'll be over. I think uh, this fucking Saturday. And then Taco Bell is bringing back a fan favorite, the double decker taco baby, coming back. Oh, I still like that shit too. I still like that shit. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, no, the, the, the I mean, well, I mean, like Taco Bell like got... soft but crunchy. Yeah, fire. Double fire. decker taco is pretty good. Yeah, that's coming back. And then uh, McDonald's is opening a new spinoff restaurant. Called the Cosmics, C O S M C. Right. Yes, 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 yes. I I saw the picture. And I completely scrolled past it because I don't be care. like focusing on coffees and shit like that to rival Starbucks. Oh, interesting. That's, that's the and they have they have enough fucking uh, they have enough money to fucking do it territory as well. Yeah, fucking a, they do. Uh, yeah. So Ted comes out January 11th on Peacock. Okay. Um, but yeah, so those are the tidbits of the week. Yeah. Uh, so McDonald's has new McDonald's stuff going on as McCosmic. Go to Friday on Friday. You can get free fries. Don't forget. Still, yeah, to the end of the, the year. The, to the end of the year. Uh, and then who's uh, the next for next week? Right. Yes. Uh, so do you have one already? Yeah, I do. Okay. Um, it is the new Netflix movie. I know you're down with it. Now leave the world behind with Julia Roberts. Oh, my favorite. I love Julia yes. Roberts. Just kidding. I she don't. She's amazing. But you know, whatever. I mean, she doesn't, bitch. she doesn't bother me as much as uh, Cameron Diaz. And I'm gonna pick because uh, we're approaching Christmas. 
I'm going to pick the film Violent Night, starring uh, oh, David Harbour. Fucking, yeah. Uh, it's out on uh, Amazon Prime for like those who... 2021, be... I think, something like that, no? Yeah, it came out uh, this October... Uh, did it come out this year? I think no, I believe it believe it came out this year. I don't think it came out this year. I remember fucking seeing that shit's an old movie. An yes, you're right. Film. It's 2022, but it's on it's on uh, Prime now. Okay. So, yeah, it came out at the end. Wait we're still going to... Don't fucking think... Hour, don't, don't think, listener, that I haven't fucking thought of circling back and we're going to watch Good Burgers 1 and Bird Burgers 2. That's what I want to talk about. Uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, we are going to be recording next week. Those are going to be the two films, uh, Violent Night and uh, Leave the World Behind. But oh, fuck. Did I also bring up the last tidbit that Subway plans to add a foot-long cookies to their menus nationwide? Did I mention that? I Two weeks ago? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I did because uh, that's a fucking fire one, yo. I'm definitely getting some of that. I would get it if it was their uh, the raspberry macadamia. I think it's, it's one of the only cookies it's, they love. It's all the fucking cookies. It's all their cookies. Oh, it's all their, all their flavors. Yeah, all their flavors. You can do a foot long version if you want it. Well, it looks like I'm going to go get a fucking. Yeah, uh, I like the I like the white chocolate macadamia. That's my fucking favorite. That's right your favorite. There. Okay. Fuck yeah. Um, but I was gonna say this. So here's 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 what I'm thinking. And the chocolate chip. Here's what I'm thinking. And the raspberry. Here's what and I'm thinking. And the snickerdoodle. I will murder you. <laughs> I swear to God. Snickerdoodle. No, uh, so what's gonna happen is next week we will talk about Violent Night and Leave the World Behind. Yeah. The next two weeks after that, again, top five, uh, the five worst films of the year, and then the five best films of the year. Number one, Good Burger 2. On January 2nd. <laughs> and when we come back officially in 2024, which will be... Back streets, back. All right. January 9th, we will have a duo combo of Good Burger and Good Burger 2, as reviewed, requested. While we eat by, combos one and two from McDonald's. <laughs> um, by, as requested by a listener. So January will be your gift yes. of Good Burger and Good Burger 2. The grace of burgers. The grace of... <laughs> food of the gods. But it was requested. <laughs> We're going to watch it. And you know what? I will be as fair as I possibly can be, uh, knowing that I, I you know, I... Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. It's Keenan Kel, brah. Yeah, I mean, I get it. I loved it when I was a kid, but I, yeah. I grew up. Yeah. Um, you know, but again. And so did they. Yeah. We're going to find out how good they got. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Keenan is the heart of SNL, really. I mean, you well, think yeah, about it, he's been on there forever at this point. Well, I know what fucking, that's it's also the writing fucking staff has a big thing to do with that. Like, Mikey Day's one of the main writers yeah. that, are, you know, does shit. So, all those fucking. All those people in the background. Oh, I forget also. about the Please Don't Destroy that comedy group, like the new uh, Lonely Island. They have a movie on Peacock that I might want to check out sometime in the new year as well. All right, but cool. anyways, guys, Good Burger 1 and 2 in the new year. Um, we'll be back next week. We will bring it up again, and uh, we'll let you guys know. And, yeah, stay safe out there. Uh, we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah, take it easy. Smoke one, put it in the air, roll it up again and again, and just fly. Fly. Spread your wings and fly. <laughs>